ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Welcome to Bright. All right, welcome to Fright Central, and we're back again, and we are here again with Brandon uh, Keck and Miner. Uh, how you guys doing? All right, buddy. Thanks for having me. Feeling real good. Feeling real high. Ready to talk about movies. Cool. All right, uh, we're finally going to uh, do It's Chapter 1 and 2 now that we got uh, both of you on together after a long hiatus. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. Uh, high on life, you mean. You know what I mean? Like, here at Fright Central, we don't condone the use of any uh, scheduled substances as recreation. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, you guys want to talk about, uh, let's talk about uh, Chapter 1 first, obviously. Uh, I mean, we can go into uh, the original Kari Fukunawa script, if you'd like. Or we can just talk about what we've actually, you know, witnessed. I, I mean, we could talk a little bit. Like, Kerry uh, Fukuyama actually wrote like a very, very small. Um, he, I think it was Variety Fair interviewed him, and he talked a little bit, a bit about his vision there in like a short paragraph I could read, or um, you know, however you guys want to go about it. But he essentially basically said that um, him. And Warner Brothers just wanted to make two different types of movies. Yeah. That's in a nutshell what he said. He said, you know, we wanted to make two other completely, you know, different movies. Like, he said they would be very, very different um, from one another. And Warner Brothers, I guess, wanted something a little bit lighter, um, in his opinion. That's what he said. Um, His was going to be a bit more dark and not feature any of the comedy aspects <laughs> that you saw in uh you know the finished version that we actually got and <laughs> there was not going to be many jokes in it. i could tell you from reading the entirety of the script it was not funny in any way <laughs> yeah he had a couple so, of, he had a couple of scripts i mean some of the major uh changes that he wanted to do i'm not sure which version uh but uh the there was more of like the uh, sexual assault between uh, Beverly and her father. Um, that so that was toned down a lot. There, there was That's also. That's good. I don't. I don't. Yeah, honestly, I was, don't really need to see more of that in anything. Like, I'm not a big fan of seeing like, you know, that kind of action in movies. But yeah. I mean, good. Cut it out. It was implied. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was implied enough that. Yeah, that's it, like, it, it was yeah. implied. It's just I, I, I agree. Like, I don't think we needed to see it. I, I'm glad I didn't see it because, like, you know, obviously, like, father-daughter incest rape is not something that I'm uh, a big fan of. I don't think, like, most rational people are. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it was sort of central to the story um, just because, like, it was really dark. And it wasn't like, at the end, her father wasn't really in control of it. Pennywise was really kind of, like, dictating her father's behavior towards the end. And so yeah. it was saying her father was totally a scumbag. Like he was definitely into his own daughter. But when he got very aggressive towards the end, which was going to be in the original movie, 
Pennywise was pretty much controlling. So I'm yeah, that's something that might work on paper. That's that's something you don't do on screen. Like that's that's too in inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, it's in plenty of other movies. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then there's uh, one version where I'm not sure, like, I know we had talked about this a little bit, Keck, but the, where uh, one of the scripts, uh, we're not sure if he was just messing with the studio to see what he can get he away with. He turns Stan into a goldfish. Yeah, he turns Stan into a goldfish in one version. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm Mike, pretty sure Mike he was does nothing. with Warner Brothers with that. <laughs> yeah. But there uh, is a small part in the book where uh, Stan feels like a goldfish. So it could have possibly <laughs> been a response to that. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think he was fucking with the studio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's definitely a version where in uh, part two, Mike doesn't really do anything at all. Uh, so he's almost, like, kind of written out. So they the, rolled with that then, right? Well, no. What, what he was going to do um, in part two, because... In the book, uh, he was going to keep it true to the book. Mike, um, I had originally thought that Bowers killed Mike, um, like uh, in the book, but he actually doesn't. And miniseries shows it really well. Bowers wounds Mike, like, critically bad. And Mike has to go to the hospital. So when they have, like, the final confrontation, Mike's not even there. He's in yeah. the hospital. Had recovering from knife so yeah that there's that uh there was also a little bit of uh more backstory that we might actually see because i think that uh, i believe they had shot it we might when we get like a director's cut we might see more of the backstory of uh it there because there was a scene where uh it kind of uh he, where he's chasing this lady with a baby and she ends up you know giving the baby to uh it to you know kind of save her family and, and stuff like that so we might actually get to see that in a, in a director's version yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I, think... I had heard i had heard um what's his name stars guard i heard him talk about i know they filmed that scene yeah so yeah. I, the scene's filmed uh i just i don't know whether or not they're gonna show it or not but um again that that does happen in the novel so it'd be cool if they threw that in in my opinion yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be excellent. Uh, hey guys, let me let me ask a, a a little bit of an ignorant question. Was it the the sa- the same director did part one and two, right? Yes, but one was the originally one written was by right. Was, yeah, one was originally written by Fukunawa, and he gets credit for the for the writing on the first one. Well, and there's a lot of similarities. Actually, actually, the the first two drafts of the script were also um, co-written by a friend of his named Chris Palmer. So I want to give that credit. The first um, draft that I read was... Fukunawa. Am I saying his last name right? I, I, I don't, so, don't want to be disrespectful. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the first draft I saw wrong. was in 2013. That and he froze. <laughs> Which is typical of uh, Brandon. And, Apparently, he had hey, been... Hey, 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 um, Brandon, Brandon, he had Brandon. started writing in t- 2009. Brandon. Hey, okay. Let him go. All right. Yeah, you had, you had froze. <laughs> wow. We lost you for a second. (laughs) But but yeah. yeah. What I was saying is they first start working on the project in 2009. That's when they started writing. The first draft was in 2013. And then the second draft was in 2015. And I think it was right after the release of the second draft that um, the studio and uh, split ways. 
That sounds about right. It was yeah. Shortly after the rela- the release of the second round. But the, yes, to answer your question, Meyer, uh, one and two were, were uh, uh, Andy Muschietti or however you pronounce his name. He gets Andy Muschietti. Yeah. Yeah. He well, wrote and directed both. But most of the I, most of the stuff that you see in part one is most mostly came from Fukunawa. Well, yeah, Jamie. Would... What they basically did is they basically took the script, and he basically picked out what he liked, left out what he didn't like, and then added in some additional quirky comedy. That was like sort of what I noticed in uh, the first. Was well, that was different. That really set him apart. I have to say, like, I don't know what he was working from on the second. Like what kind of script, or who did the writing, or if he was working from the book, or or what? But uh, he was not working from the book, and he God. definitely didn't have the. He definitely God didn't damn. have Terry Young and Chris Palmer. <laughs> yeah, he nope. had to do. He had, him and his writing team had to do that themselves. And and again, I think I remember you saying that like they got way more money to make the second one. They did. Uh, yes, that's correct. Okay, so um. My question. I, I we'll get into it. Why don't we get into the budget right now? Uh, the the it chapter one um, budget was thirty five million and it made seven hundred point four million. And uh, right now it has a rating of seven point three out of ten on IMDb. And, yeah, uh, I'd say they got their. Uh, I, I'd say that uh, Warner Brothers uh, at least financially on paper made a smart decision yeah. i mean that's quite a return <laughs> and uh it chapter two was a 79 million dollar budget and it's made 459.2 million and it's got a 6.8 out of 10 now if you think about the so uh, they doubled if, the budget yeah if they doubled the budget but you also got to remember um the the child actors probably didn't get paid nearly as much as what you know, oh, both right. no, and and, yeah. and James McAvoy got paid, so maybe that double the budget. Maybe most of that went to the actors. You know, they yeah, could have actually I'm been working have on the to same. Say at least half the budget probably yeah. went to the actors. Well, and I, I was thinking like, what would have happened if they had gotten decent actors, but not like marquee names like Jessica Chastain, and instead they like took the money they would have spent on those actors and put more of it into the project. If they just got more little like unknown, because I mean, if you think about how well not the unknowns. first one, I'm just yeah, like Jessica unknown. Chastain is a huge name. You know what I mean? McAvoy and Bill Hader. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not saying they had to go, like, unknowns off the street. I'm just saying, like, maybe not, like, go for a star-studded cast. That's all. Yeah. I mean, Uh, I thought... Go ahead, my, my, my questions were leading up to a point that I just want to get out there because I know we all feel the same way. No, we don't. (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) All right. Well, this is how I feel about it. They, uh... He did a decent job with the first one. I I watched it with Keck, and I was genuinely frightened watching it. And that was the first time I'd been scared by a movie in a really long time. Maybe it was uh, what I was imbibing that night. I don't know. Maybe it was real good stuff. Who knows? But I enjoyed it. It scared me, and I was excited about it, and I was telling people about it. Yeah, I I liked it a lot, too. Yeah, chapter one, we all agree on. I, I, wa- I watched the second one, and I was wondering while I was watching it, because you told me that they doubled the budget, how much cocaine they went through. I don't think they went screw through enough, that though. movie up as bad as they did. It was a sci. It was it was a subpar sci-fi original, directing wise, 
plot-wise, it was a complete mess. Like well, it didn't I wasn't make impressed any sense. by the acting either. No, I mean, then they had great actors in it. Yeah, they, but, they, but I, I mean, mean an actor's is only as good as the material they're given. You know, if they're given I, shit material, like how are they supposed to act? I like one thing I noticed is they keep they they keep going to this inn that they're staying in. They didn't have enough money to pay actors to be working at the end. No one worked there. And the only shots that they ever showed in that inn where everybody was staying was in the stairwell. They I, got their I, money's worth out of that stairwell. I kept seeing the <laughs> same goddamn stairwell. Come on, people. Uh, it, it, well, I, I just want to say I, I rewatched did the same thing. The miniseries did the same thing, and if if you were to read the book in Derry, Maine, that inn is referred to as like a Derry townhouse, I believe. So for there not to be like staff on hand oh, is so they just like I guess common. Yeah, they just yeah. rented it out. Okay, well, yeah, sort of like that, a bed and breakfast of, type deal. That kind of fact would have been nice to have brought up in the movie, but but anyway, yeah. all the little points aside, I went back and rewatched the first one. And this, this, the shit stain that the second one left on my skull transferred over to the first one, and it actually made me not like the first one as much anymore. And that's, uh, that's a sad state of affairs, because I really did like that movie. I'll watch it a third time. I haven't re-watched it like you guys have, and I haven't done the, the in-depth research. Like, I know you guys are pumped about these projects. I'm just throwing out how I feel because I know you guys have talked about it, but I have not. So, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you on chapter one. I mean, I really enjoyed chapter one, but I also really liked chapter two. Not as much as one, but I enjoyed chapter. I I liked it. I thought the acting was, was great. I thought Bill Hader was fantastic. I mean, I I like the story. I mean, this the sure the CG wasn't great, but like. I mean, that's what we get these days. But, there, there isn't a whole lot of great CG. Like, there, they should have spent all practical, but we have to get over that fact. Like, there, there were so many, there were so many times that I was just like, "What is going on in this movie? Like, in this scene, like, like, why are the?" I had no idea what was going on. It just seemed so haphazard that, like, the would story you guys like to that. discuss first a little bit more about what we liked about the first movie? Yeah, yeah, let's go back to the first. Like, maybe drift into it a little bit. Yes. Start with the good and end with the bad. Yeah, you, you, you got it, man. I didn't mean to get off track. <laughs> That's all right. Well, uh. It chapter one ended up becoming the uh, highest grossing horror film. Uh, I mean, uh, that's been surpassed now by the uh, Joker, but the Joker is not a horror film, so it still maintains that uh, record. Um, but yeah. Uh, so it, it, it chapter one is the highest grossing horror film of all time. Yeah. Like straight horror. Straight that's, horror. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That that's is impressive. impressive. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I did not see Chapter 1 until it had been out for a year. Um, I had not been following. I didn't even know they remade it. Like, I, I did not know that it was in existence. And um, I ended up watching it. It was just, like, on Showtime one afternoon. And I watched it and was like, wow, damn, that was really fucking impressive. Like, I really enjoyed it, you know what I mean? And um, But when I go back, and like if you read the reviews on like IMDb and like the forum, the reviews for the first chapter are appalling. They're worse than chapter two. And I, I could not disagree more. Everybody was fixated on like it not being true to the book. But like just as a movie, like I understand their argument, but like, you know, some of that shit just could not be done. 
you, like you know we talked about, you can't make the movie exactly as the book was. I just loved it for a movie. So I yeah, disagree yeah, I agree with that. Terrible reviews. Like I disagree that you should hate that fucking movie just because it differed from the book. Like based on the movie alone, I thought it. Chapter one was highly enjoyable. Um, I wasn't really scared by it. And I think the reason I wasn't scared by it is because I had read the novel and the novel so fucking terrifying that like it was a little anticlimactic. Like nothing they were going to show me on screen was going to terrify me like Stephen King's words did. But as just an all around like horror movie, just as a fucking movie in general, I thought it had a great balance. I thought it was a great adaptation. And the CGI, where it was present in the first chapter, tasteful. I thought it was tastefully done. Like, I thought it was good CGI. I thought the CGI yeah. added to the story and wasn't just CGI for the sake of doing CGI. Yeah, there wasn't nearly as much in the first chapter as, as the second one either. So you th- they did have that benefit. Yeah. So, so I mean, mean what do you think about that statement, Jamie? I'm with you on that. I, I like the movie. There there were certain certain part certain visuals were definitely scarier. And when yeah. I watched it, I was imagining watching it it when uh like I was a kid when I saw the, the made for TV version. So it's kind of yeah. put myself in the mindset of like watching it as a child. And like all yeah. oh, like all oh, I, I you like the mini series when time. you were a kid? Did you like oh, the miniseries? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen it. I saw it a lot of times, but you know, looking back at that now, it's obviously a made-for-TV movie. Like it's, you know, yeah. it has its faults, but it definitely has some great parts. You know what its runtime uh, was? The miniseries cut without commercials. What is it? Like I watched three, it. Three I started watching it last minutes? night. It was two hours and fifty-nine minutes, and yeah, like, I was actually really yeah. surprised by that. I, like um, I, I remember it being a lot longer, but I guess that's what all commercials cut. That's just the straight finished pro- product. But that's the, so the entire miniseries in terms of footage was just about the exact same length as um, the second chapter. It's actually three hours and twelve minutes. So much more ground. It's they three hours. It's three hours and twelve, Keck. Well, oh, I don't know, maybe that's with the credits in. Like, I was just talking about, like, the oh, introduction oh, oh. until the ending sequence. Just um, let me say... There could have been, like, me, 10 minutes credits. Just yeah. let me say this about that. Um, I think it seemed longer than... I think uh, viewing audiences have gotten used to longer movies in general. Yeah. Like, movies yeah. have gotten way longer. Like, a standard movie now is, like, two and a half hours. When, you know, back then like an hour and a half was standard you know what i mean not for yeah, all it wasn't movies, a movie for, though how many parts was it do you guys know how many two, parts it was, it was, it was, two it parts. was split up it into was two, two parts. parts yeah so there there was there was a half an hour of commercials in each two hour episode so yeah. in total footage yeah it was an hour and a half and an hour and a half yeah that's yeah fine. and then and a half commercials. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds so, so, yeah so all footage was about three hours exactly well, t- Tim Curry makes that that 
first miniseries work. Like, without, without the reason I'm talking yeah. about is like for the amount of ground that they were able to cover in that miniseries, in terms of like what they were able to incorporate like from the book into three hours, to me is more substantial than six hours of both the movies. Like I thought that was a, a great project they were able to just pull in so many concepts from the book and put it into three hours of runtime and like I, I mean yeah they didn't have like huge actors or anything so they put most of the money all into the project i just thought that's amazing when you think three yeah. hours. well do you think the uh um this would have been it both it chapter one and two would have been better if it was like a, a TV series these days with like a with a huge budget. Like you could still have a, you could still have a thirty five million dollar budget for the first one and and turn it to a TV series because a lot of these series get eight huge ep- budgets like that. Yeah, like, like eight episodes you know. maybe, like eight yeah, one yeah. hour episodes. I could definitely. I, I I tell you what, that's how it seemed like it came out. Like the first one was the movie and part two was the miniseries on TV. <laughs> I mean, I just found out recently uh, after I I just went and saw Doctor Sleep uh, yesterday, which I think you guys should check out. But uh, I was getting interested in like more of the uh, stuff that's all connected with uh, with Stephen King's work, and um, I was looking at like the reading order, and and it is actually really tied into like the Dark Tower and stuff like that. So like as as a movie by itself, yes, it yes it works, but it like. In the larger scheme of things, it is missing a lot of key elements, like the turtle and 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 uh, and some other elements that tie the into tur- the overall dark series and stuff. The turtle, the turtle thing is real. In the, yeah, in the oh book, yeah, yeah, yeah. St- yeah. Stephen yeah. Stephen King wrote a story involving like a godlike turtle. Like I know it turtle. sounds. I know it sounds ridiculous. If you were to read it though, nope. as ridiculous as it sounds, the turtle actually has a stomach ache. Okay, I'm just paraphrasing. Yes, yes. And when it barfs, it barfs up like the universe. It is the Big Bang. <laughs> it's yeah. the turtle. That alone is one of the most amazing things about anything Stephen King has ever done. In, yeah, my, in my personal opinion, because I'm a I big agree. fan of turtles and I think they're gods on earth. Anyway, the yeah, fact that he yeah. made a cosmic turtle, you know, like Stephen King, big up to you. I bet his favorite album is Terrapin Station. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's uh, seven main uh, books in the in the Dark Series teri- uh, Dark Sour Dark Tower series. <laughs> Let me Yo. spit that out. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, but there's there's. Overall, there's 17 books all combined together that will not just, you know, small reference to towns, but bigger references to the overall story arc and characters and stuff like that. And I didn't realize how huge of a, a thing that was. And I think that would actually, I know they made that shitty Dark Tower movie a couple years ago and they were going to do oh, oh yeah it happened <laughs> yeah they were going to do a movie and then a tv series and then a movie and they were going to go back and forth but that kind of threw it all out the window so i kind of hope they do take that and turn it into a tv series because i think that works better as a series especially with all that material you could do well, like, I, I thought mean, it would have been I, amazing as like a five episode just series or yeah. a eight episode series even five like if they did kids then episode two adults kids episode four adults and then maybe episode five or six or however far it went then it kind of like integrated things at the end i think that would have been fucking amazing 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think if they do end up doing the Dark Tower series, I don't think they need to go back and redo it again. But uh, it should be mentioned, like like Pennywise should be mentioned in there. I don't think we need to see it again since we just had it. But maybe in like ten years, if they were to do it, that'd be fine. So let's think about True Detective season one, but it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's literally the director from True Detective season one. Let's say that they give him gave him absolute authority, like absolute power to do whatever the fuck he wanted, and it would be a private network. You know, it'd be like HBO or something like that. Well, yeah, because so HBO so they wouldn't have to deal like directly with like a huge studio like that had tons of oversight like let's just say it was it season one hbo true detective director well, after, after every that. single episode he directed every single episode of season one true detective yeah. that's kind of rare in itself you know and i mean you usually yeah. have like a different director like every other episode or something and just imagine that i think that would have been fucking so cool uh, but honestly, after after watching uh, Doctor Sleep, I think if you're gonna put somebody in in charge of uh, doing a whole King universe, it should be Mike Flanagan, who did um, ha- uh, Haunting of Hill House, and I know you guys really enjoyed that. I did. Uh, he also he also did Gerald's Game, which I did not know, and I, I haven't watched that all the way through yet. But I'm gonna have to revisit that. But I thought he did such a great job of. Uh, I'm not even. I don't even want to go into it because I don't want to spoil Doctor Sleep at all. But. Uh, I think you guys should see it, but I think he did a great job balancing uh, the Kubrick's Shining with um, Stephen King's book and everything uh, like that. I, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, like, I think like as a podcast, like, like this should have spoils in it, but I do want to see that, so... Oh, yeah, I mean... Not, like, yeah. mentioning it for my sake. Yeah, I don't want to... I'm not spoiling it for... No, I'm saying when you guys see it, then we can spoil it, but I don't want to yeah. spoil it for you guys. So I just want to throw it out there. I mean, it just came out on Friday, so... We'll see. But uh, anything else about uh, chapter one that you guys wanted to uh, to mention really quick? Yeah, I mean, about... I thought the I thought the cast was really good. I thought all the kids were really great in it. Yeah. What about what about what about favorite scenes? What's your favorite scene from the first one? Oof. Ah, uh, I don't know. Um, Put you on the spot. Yeah. I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, <laughs> I'll go first. My fa- favorite scene of the first one. Well, I, I just want to talk a, a little bit about why it kind of freaked me out. That the the first miniseries made me afraid of sewer drains, manhole covers, any kind of tunnels. Like it just it, it, gave, it, it gave me like the fear, you know. So, like I'm watching this again in the mindset of a young person, like thinking about like all the elemental fears that they 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 tag into like the suit i don't know if it's just me from watching the original but i feel like everyone's got like that fear when you're a kid of like you know the drain to like it's a, like a manhole cover shit chuckles and a factor but the scene when she's in the bathroom and uh you know she's over the sink the hair coming out that was pretty cool like that was that was sort of scary but when that came out and she was screaming the force with, with which the blood came out was so fucking hilarious. It was just torrential and so fucking monumental. All of her mouth, oh, it's beautiful. It was it was a good scene. 
It really. Yeah, and that, it's crazy because that was like her first real role, right? I mean, she wasn't the um, the uh, girl that was originally cast, was she, Kev? Uh, I, I I know they've went through so many uh, different casting uh, choices, and and so they, I think they saw over what. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure that she that, that that was her first real role, and so I mean, yeah impressive actress impressive young actress yeah yeah i thought she was really good in it uh i don't know my, one of my favorite scenes huh? maybe the uh when they're in the garage with the projectionist which was kind of like a take on the uh, um original one with the uh the book yeah the, where they open up and then and pennywise kind of appears in the book uh i liked yeah, how they yeah. did it with the uh the, the slideshow i thought that was yeah, really yeah. Well done yeah, I was tweaked out. Uh, yeah, yeah, fucking just. Oh, uh, one of my favorites was maybe the um, in the when um, Ben is in the the library doing the research, and then he just sees the red balloon pass by, and then he he yeah. follows that down, and then when that uh, creature kind of comes at him, and then it turns into Pennywise. I thought that was really fighting because it wasn't just like a jump scare. It wasn't like oh here he's just slowly coming at him. Like he came at him fast and hard and he just kept going at him. It was just like boom right there and I was like, Holy Seriously. shit, like that yeah, like I was not expecting that. I was like, Oh, it's just gonna be a little jump scare, he's just gonna like scare him a little bit and he's gonna run off. Like if he didn't like turn around and run into that lady, like he probably would have gotten got right there. Yeah, yeah. Like like Pennywise it was it was vicious. You yeah. can tell the difference like in that in that first scene. Where 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 you know uh, the little one dies and gets ripped into the sewer like it's that was so intense. Off, yeah, yeah. <laughs> George, I, when I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Georgie, man. Yeah, <laughs> that Georgie, right? That whole that whole first scene, like when you compare like scariness, like compared to the first the first one, don't they're the 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 made for TV. It it scared the shit out of me. But like they really did a great job with that sewer scene. I think that it, it's going to be one of those scenes that's going to fucking scar children for life if they see that movie. Yeah, because I was not. Whatever, I was not expecting that, to see a full arm rip off in that. No, and that, that and really, you know, that's what every horror movie should aspire to do: is scar kill children. children. Oh, Just oh. Scar. no, scar <laughs> children who watch it. Yes, yeah, scarred. My, no, my favorite scene, um, my favorite scene, well, it's pretty easy for me. Um, it was the refrigerator scene where Pennywise climbs out of the refrigerator and he's like all like tied up and then he goes yeah. to Eddie time the float. That's pretty accurate from the book. And um, in that scene in real life, Starsgard talked later on like he made that kid cry. Like that was one of the first times that he was ever introduced to the child actors and he froze again (laughs) (laughs) like when i'm like really effective and at the same time oh my god this is horrible he talked he he talked about that scene in detail and the kid really did start like freaking out he didn't call the actor out because i don't think you know he wanted to like hurt his feelings but he made that kid cry (laughs) that fear was very real yeah there was a lot of uh in the first one it would like uh it, um pennywise i mean uh 
Bill Skarsgård did stay away from the children, so that way it was more of a, an impact for them. And in the second one, where like he was like he was like I actually enjoyed filming the second one better because I could actually hang out with the cast and stuff like that. But he did freak uh, Bill Hader out uh, on set because uh, he was asking him about how he did the uh, the eye thing in chapter one yeah. he thought it was all done cg and he actually did it in front of him there's a great picture yeah, he of Bill Hare, like jumping back up, like yo yeah. no nah, that's not cgi that's just my face man yeah, I, I can see <laughs> that with my eyes it's fucked up like yeah um but uh, yeah that that was that was my that was my um that was my favorite scene by far is when he um crawls out of the dishwasher dishwasher out of the uh refrigerator and like comes you know he's all like fucking uh he like cartwheels out yeah yeah yeah. untangles himself and then then does time to float and he like comes up onto him like (laughs) like yeah he comes at him hard again like like yeah that that was my favorite that that was was my favorite scene he he was not pennywise was not pussyfooting around in this like he was I'm coming for you, children. Like he was after them. Back to fear. Yeah. One uh, thing I scars. think is interesting is you were talking about Georgie in the opening scene, Jamie. Well, what what was crazy is um in the book, I don't know, the miniseries didn't really show it. Like Georgie's arm didn't get ripped off, but in the book, Georgie never goes missing. They find him at the sewer with his entire arm ripped out. Like, there's never, like, Georgie doesn't disappear. They find him in shreds. Like, their family is destroyed. And the entire town, like, everybody on the street heard him scream out and found the boy, like, ripped in half. I thought that was really good. So, like, the whole storyline in both movies about, like, Georgie's older brother being upset about losing Georgie, that wasn't even a part of the book at all. Well, I mean, most of the murders, like, they found the children ripped apart. Like, the kids didn't just go missing. Like, the family was, like, notified, hey, we found your daughter with her heart eaten out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, what's his name? Pretty much littered dead with the bodies of scared, dead, ripped apart, mutilated children. Yeah. <laughs> that's how things went down but i believe uh bill does still um you know feel like he's he's to blame for what happened to georgie because he didn't go out there so that's still part of the the whole thing so i thought they would i thought they did a did a, a good work around with that yeah there's only a few things i want to mention before moving on to chapter two and this is all i'm not like i said i'm not gonna go like crazy like giving in-depth analysis on the book but um one thing is yeah there is no this the turtle like otherwise um other than um you know some visual legos the turtle's not really he's not when you swim in and they're like oh there's a turtle down here check it out like that that's that was a little not turtle makes a little bit more of an appearance there's a lot of like subtle references to the turtle question question about the turtle question about the turtle does the turtle have a name i don't don't remember they just call it the turtle okay Um, does the turtle ever speak I think, like, telepathically it does. Yeah. Okay, right on. Right on. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Well, it's Continue. in their minds. Like, the turtle doesn't... I don't remember the turtle, like, speaking, but I know it communicates uh, with them in their minds, like, telepathically. I just and want to know more it, about it the turtle. even tells the kids at one 
complaint that the turtle can't help um, like it did early. Um, the story was also updated to the 1980s instead of um, the late 1950s. Um, the transformations of it was uh, different. Um, it didn't go full of Rachmed at any point. Um, yeah, it does do uh, like a, it does their, their fears at the time in the fifties where it was like yeah. you know werewolves and and stuff like that, yeah. where uh, like that the early happen. black and white horrors and stuff like yeah. that. Um, the also the uh, story's narrative is linear in the movie uh, when the book is a flashback, just like the miniseries was. Um, of course, the gangbang scene is not included, where every one of the boys has sex with Beverly. Obviously, that was never going to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 was, that was never going to play. Um, at the end of the first script, the boys kissed Beverly, and they remembered their first kiss. So instead of again, I really think that could have played. Um, well, I think, uh, I, even uh, even Fukunawa had uh, said that was never going to, um, the whole thing was never going to work. And he is the one that came up with it. They just kind of cut themselves, too. That that was his idea as well. So to, the 2013 script, they kissed her. Um, and uh, that's another thing. In the book, they never cut themselves. Um, um, uh, Pennywise's defeat is like kind of rewritten in this story to not be as action-packed as the book. Because in the book, like, again, they do telepathy with Pennywise. Like, yeah. they engage him in, like, the id or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, you, Mike can't, you can't really parents. film that. No, of course not. And that's why I'm, I'm not, like, uh, making it critical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just naming yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Mike yeah. Allen's parents uh, don't die in a fire. That never happens. Um, and Mike is also like the historian in Derry. Like it's not Ben who like goes through all that research. They kind of touch on that in chapter two, where Mike's the one that like uh, learned about the ritual of Chud and stuff. So yeah. Mike is the historian in it. Um, which McCall. Uh, other than that, yeah, Bill cuts the palms. That never happens. And uh, at the very end, uh, Stan is actually the one that makes the pledge to, if this ever comes back here, we need to come back and deal with this. Stan yeah. is the one that talks about I, I think I think it works better uh, that he didn't, um, because then, obviously, in the second one, because it, it, it basically, like, he's, like, the scared one, and he's like, I can't do this, like... It's yeah, actually yeah. way more ballsy in the book. Like, you know, his sacrifice is epic. And, and like, he gets fucked with by Pennywise worse than anyone does. Like, but you, he's, but you he know, like, kind of still remembers. Like, it's it's weird. Um, you know what? But, that, that, makes, that makes for a better plot point. Like, the fact that he was going to just rip himself instead of facing it again, even though he was the strongest one. I think that that's a better storyline. Yeah, maybe. No, he was never the strongest one. Yeah, I just saw him as a coward, and he took the coward way out. But he was the one to to pledge that to come back. You know. Yeah. No, I actually I thought in the um I thought in chapter two in the movie I thought Stan was like the bravest one of all of them. Like he knowingly took his life. I mean that never happens in the book. 
like Stan's trauma is just so fucking brutal because like he gets the worst of it from Pennywise when they're kids. So like psychologically, like when he gets the call that it's back, he like loses his mind. Like when he commits suicide, like he doesn't even realize like what he's doing. Like he just fucking like uh like what psychiatrists would call totally uh disassociate. But um yeah, in the in the movie, um, I actually thought Stan was the bravest because he was like, yo, if I don't off myself, there's a chance that, like, my friends are going to die because I'm not prepared to deal with this shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm not strong, I'm not strong enough yet. Like, I find that to be the bravest of all. Like, he completely, like, fuck it. Like, he doesn't go and take his chances. He straight murks himself yeah. for his toys for the greater good. Um, I, I did not like that in the, uh, I did not like that in the movie, but I mean, if that's going to be the story, which it was in the movie, I mean, I think that makes him the bravest. That's just my opinion. Like, I I don't think it was cowardly that he killed himself. Like that took balls. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense that like, he he didn't, he knew he couldn't handle it and it was best that like for the good of the group for him to sacrifice himself. He might have been able to handle it, but he wasn't 100% certain. So he kills him. Yeah. Well, it's a good segue. Let's talk about. (laughs) They'll eliminate all now. Now I know you guys didn't like it, uh, but. Oh, we're going to talk about killing yourself into watching it too. That's a great segue. (laughs) Well, because that's where it happens is in, is in the beginning of two. Uh, so were there things that you did like about it? I mean, I liked the, I liked the dinner sequence, uh, but my favorite one was obviously the, uh, my favorite scene is probably the, um, the one where they referenced John Carpenter's The Thing, I thought where, uh, Stan's, uh, head comes out the fridge and, and, uh, and turns into, uh, turns into that spider. I thought that was my, my favorite scene. I thought that yeah. looked really good too. I thought that was probably the best CGI in the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, I would have liked him to eat that little girl's head and actually see it, but I thought that sequence was really good too under the bleachers. Um, I think the spider, uh, we, while it did look a little uh, too CGI, it still looks way better than what they did in the uh, in the TV uh, <laughs> series. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What, what were you guys? Did you guys have favorite scenes or? I did. I, I, the I, there, there was there were a couple scenes I liked. Um, I. Lo- liked um when pennywise um you know uh says did you miss me richie and then does that song i know your secret your dirty little secret oh down on the balloons and everything yeah that that part yeah i I like that part and i like see at the end like when they did cgi like i initially thought like why did they have to do cgi at the end here why did pennywise's face have to like you know stretch out but that's sort of like what pennywise is constantly doing in the book like he his face is always like kind of morphing into something else like to try to fuck with like them the most like he always like presents like he's the clown but like every once in a while when he'll like see something like um like for example hostether the one that got bowers out of the mental asylum yeah when pennywise kills him like in the book pennywise is almost like dumbfounded because he could not find anything that scared hostether because he's such a fucking sociopath that, like, Pennywise, like, in the book, like, his face is like a dripping candle because he, like, literally cannot figure out what the fuck 
to do to scare this fucking kid. I think he like turns in the leeches and then eats them as leeches. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I like that other part. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, it was maybe a little too comedic, but I thought that was funny where he takes the the, the uh, scissors or the knife out of his uh out of his cheek and stabs him uh, with it and then tells him to cut his fucking mullet. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I wanted to, like, that's when I was absolutely, like, that is actually what signified there is no hope for this thing. When Bauer <laughs> stabs him in the face and he laughs about it, that was that was the moment, like, I was trying to give it a shot, I was trying to give it a shot, that was the moment where we lost cabin pressure. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Miner? What, what, what scenes did you like, if any? Uh, I, I would say that there was, there was a part at the dinner scene where the stuff started rolling off the table and becoming creatures. I was like, oh, shit. Because it was like the first thing that I saw that I thought was anywhere like kind of cool. Yeah, the uh, eyeball and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but <sighs> that was dude. So great in the miniseries. They did that in the miniseries with fucking like n- like it was like fucking like puppets and like fake uh, CGI type shit. I loved it in the miniseries where they do the scene at the Chinese restaurant. I I I, I can't really say that like. You know, the scene under the bleachers, like everything you guys have mentioned has like, yeah, those those parts. I remember like they're kind of like Austin in Texas. They're one little good glimmering thing surrounded by a sea of shit. So like throw me a life raft of like 30 seconds where I can tolerate what's going on. I'll, I'll take it. Those were good parts. That's what my sister said about Winter Park in Florida. Just what <laughs> Jamie said. About, just, she said Winter Park is like the only gleaming thing in the entire state she likes. Just like what Jamie said about Austin. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, I anything don't know. Else, like, then? You don't like yeah, anything else? When it was over, honestly. <laughs> Like I, I, I have to say this. Like we watched it. I watched it with. I watched it with you, Brandon. And uh, I had a panic attack. I was eating Xanax because it was getting to me so bad. Um, you remember I went and took a shower. <laughs> like, I, was, I had a panic attack. Well, it's because you had seen it already and didn't tell me about it, and I did. Why you would put yourself through watching it a second? I wanted to do it never figure for you. Out. I wanted to give you a fleshy. I was hoping you were going to be like, "Yo, man, like Brandon, you've just turned into a satirical asshole." That well, movie was awesome. You well, and Jake. I, I think it was better that he didn't say anything to you. Uh, that way, you went in with completely fresh and no biases. I, and I think I that, had, yeah. I had, I had zero. I had zero bias. I went into it. About half hour in, I started kind of getting shifty. About an hour in, I started getting more shifty and like my feet were kicking together. After like an hour and a half, I actually started to feel slightly physically ill. Like I felt like kind of, well, me and Brandon both know like about anxiety and and panic. I felt like I was having a panic attack because it was was like I was watching – a three-hour mystery science theater movie without the guys in front making fun of the movie. Like, it yeah. just... It was so... It was so bad. I couldn't handle so it. Didn't, didn't Jake help you towards the end? Weren't you and Jake, like, kind of laughing about it a little bit when I was, like, throwing up in the bathroom? When, when you when you bounced to take a shower and puke in the bathroom, me and Jake, we plowed off. 
um, there was yeah. a point where I said, okay, I don't even, I don't, I don't, I think it was about 40 minutes from the end. I said, I don't even want to give this movie the dignity of watching it all the way through. I just want to stop it here and never think about it again. We came back inside and Jake's like, well, what else do you want to do? Do you want to, let's just finish it, man. There's probably not that much in it. Jake there never was, saw the end. He couldn't handle it. <laughs> more minutes. <laughs> it's it's the worst. It's 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 the worst. Betra- not, I won't say betrayal, but it's it's the worst act of video film terrorism against the viewing public ever. Like they, for me, it was the worst, the worst sequel, the worst anticipated sequel for me of all time was it chapter two. Um, I just expected, I, I was prepared for it to suck because I had such high expectations, but nothing prepared me for how bad it sucked in my. Mind. It it it's it's like they tried to pull off like Johnny Mnemonic being part two of the Matrix. Not saying The Matrix was a great movie. Johnny Mnemonic, obviously, we know was a great movie. But, like, the money that went into it and the thought, it, you know, it, it, it was a decent movie. Um, First Matrix got, is pretty tight. I thought yeah, the second tight. Matrix is definitely more anticipated that failed over yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it went downhill. Expectations were high, and it didn't live up to it, just yeah. like it. No, but, the first uh, Matrix was kind of like when I watched Terminator 2 for the first time. Like, it introduced things that, like, I had never really seen before in the movie in terms of special effects. Oh, yeah. So that that's, was... Oh, well, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Although Terminator 2 still takes the cake. Like, uh, when that happened, like, the special effects were so ahead of anything I had ever seen at the time. I was just like, holy fucking shit. Like, I it brought thought- on a whole new era. I just watched that uh, actually like last week, and I was watching it. What was it? Ninety one that came out. Yeah, something like that. Ninety one, ninety two. Not after ninety two. Dude, the the special effects in that, like they were at least ten years ahead of what anyone was doing, and like I don't think anybody's yeah. done it as well. Like that movie was intensely awesome. Yeah. It was yeah. right before yeah. everything went to total CGI. So, and that's that's including James Cameron's work after that too <laughs> but uh, anyway let's uh, wrap up uh i guess uh that that nah, shut up we were talking about a good movie let's talk yeah. about terminator 2 some more just to get the taste <laughs> of it out of my mouth but well so, i was just but... gonna wrap up uh uh guys <laughs> didn't have anything else to say i mean i really enjoyed it one of my co-workers is he he went in ha- uh with low expectations because he heard that I had talked about you guys not liking. He 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 came back and he said he really enjoyed it and he didn't really understand what you guys didn't like either. And I'm I'm okay. the same same like. You like, know what? Maybe I feel like we maybe watched two different movies, but maybe 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 we did. We had to have because maybe. I I really thought. I mean, I didn't think it was just bad. I thought it was like I said, it was the worst sequel I've ever seen in my life. That was a necessary sequel. Like everybody knew there was going to be a part two. It's yeah. not like they decided to make like Under Siege Part Two Dark Territory. <laughs> also, 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 one other thing I wanted to bring up. It. it oh shit! I blanked. Never mind. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying Under Siege Dark Territory wasn't a necessary sequel? 
How dare no, you? I was just saying, like, everybody, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I, I did like that movie. I did like Dark Territory. I did like, I did, I, I did like that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I guess that uh, that about does Maybe. it for uh, it. Um, what else are you guys uh, watching? Uh, minor, uh, I know me and Keck talked about this recently on uh, on our Dark uh, episode, but what are you uh, watching recently? Anything uh, anything good? Related, I, I have been watching... Uh, I have been watching, as it comes out, I've been watching uh, the Newcastle Rock. And... Yeah. One thing, one thing I have to say about that, it, it, uh, it def- you, you were talking about the Stephen King universe and like, you know, how there's one big force and it's all one story. Yeah. And he, he definitely pulls that off well so far. And, uh, Lizzie Chaplin, who plays the, uh, the misery character, you know, it, she's a different age, a different time, you know, a Barcelona kind of a different, supporter, different, different story, but, uh, she nails uh, Kathy Bates's voice like it's uncanny. If you close your eyes, it sounds like you're listening to Kathy Bates in Misery. Like just just for that reason, I kept watching it. But I'm into it. You should check it out. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're uh, I think we're both waiting for that series to uh, finish, and then we're gonna binge watch that's, it. So we yeah, should yeah, definitely yeah, talk that, about that's that. That's what I've been doing. I know. Uh-huh. I know how you guys be doing. You want to watch it all in like a night. I do the same thing. But uh, this is just it was on. And it's been tempting yeah. me. So, but especially I would with say, a series like that where there's so much going on, if I I feel like if I watch that week to week, I might be a little lost. But if I watch it at least like one or two episodes a night, I I don't necessarily will binge watch it. Some shows I still do, but. I need at least like to watch the whole thing within a week instead of over like yeah. six or seven weeks. But uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely it. worth checking out. I look forward to talking about it with you, fucking guys. Yeah, yeah I just finished cool. watching season one of uh, The Terror, and um, I, I like that. I enjoyed that. Yeah, the Terror. I just revisit that. I I got halfway through the first season and then got sidetracked on something else. I'm gonna revisit that. Yeah, I'm really interested in uh, the terror season two. Uh, yeah. That one looks really good. I, I decided not to watch the terror season two um, just for, well, I just, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just uh, listening too much to what other people told me, but they were like, if you like the first season, don't watch the second season. Like, you know, obviously it's a totally different topic, but um, I was just told, like, stay away from it by people that know me pretty well. So, and the, mor- the yeah. moral of but the I story like the first... is, the moral of the story is not every movie is Die Hard Two, with a bench. Yeah, <laughs> die, no, die Hard, no, die hard Two is die, die Harder. Die Harder, yeah. That if, was the um, second one. Yeah, Die Hard Three is Damn, I got I should. Die Hard a, Two is the true Die Hard. I should put a whole roll of quarters up my ass because I just played myself real. <laughs> yeah, ask Chino about Die Hard Two. Die Hard Two is true Die Hard. True, <laughs> true Die Hard. Uh, but uh, yeah, if the, I guess if there's nothing else, uh, thanks for uh, joining me, and uh, hopefully we'll we do. We just started talking about Die Hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe when we do our Christmas for, uh, movie, uh, another another uh, another, another episode, podcast. another time, another yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> let's 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 do a let's do a Die Hard sometime. Yeah, for sure.